0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Art, art. <laughs> with Jane <laughs> <laughs> Verity. Say it again, Fiona? No, Fiona Verity and
1: Julie Nicholson. Comment section.
2: <coughs> yeah, we've had a few complaints over the years.
1: That's Don't okay. Worry.
2: Our introduction's annoying. She interrupts loads, which she does, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all—it's tr- all very true. I it's mean, so we can't, true. We can't deny it. No. Anyway. We are who we are. So we're off. Are you praying? That's nice. No. She's <laughs> bringing the... Ali Noble. Bringing the intention. Thank you for having us at Sydney College of
1: the Arts. Oh, thank you for inviting me.
2: Oh, You're very welcome. Charles Alexander um, told us about you and yes. we were like, oh, you sound very interesting. <laughs> we need to come and speak to you. Yes. Yes. Um, and so we're in your MFA studio at Sydney Uni. We've never actually been to the arts building at Sydney University. It's very beautiful.
1: Yes, and it's pretty exciting because we've got lots of great facilities here. Um, like glass, what? Glass-blowing studio. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> where you've done that? Yeah, well, I didn't do it at Kobe, actually, one of the technicians who is a really amazing artist Help me do those. I don't actually know what they're there. That's a bit nebulous, that artwork. Um, Yeah, we've got the woodworking, steel, got all new workshops. Uh, I didn't
2: realise there was glass blowing. That's really interesting. Yeah, Sydney
1: Uh College is, I think, known for its glass. Department.
2: Oh yeah i did a degree in architectural stained glass and she I did. she's a glass nerd yeah but well, yeah. i didn't do glass blowing but um i feel like you glass are, is coming back in i, I think it's coming back the for you, you
1: right. it's like when ceramics yeah moves through again people are loving the qualities of the yeah glass, the fluidity yeah the yeah it's, it's
0: time for a glass resurgence. it's Gilles. very magical Maybe.
1: it's got a al- alchemical quality well
0: I the see. whole way it Functions, I suppose, isn't it? The, the chemistry, the science behind it.
2: Well, it's just a, a, you know, it's like the veneer of ceramics, right? I mean, glazes are yeah. glass, and
1: very seductive.
2: Very seductive. Mm. Let's go back to the beginning, Ali. Okay. So you were born. <laughs> you started your education with an arts administration degree, which I thought was really interesting. Why? And has it proved very useful?
1: Um, actually I started with the Bachelor of Art Theory. Oh. Yes.
2: Oh, but you weren't happy with that, were you?
1: No, well what happened was I got accepted into both the BFA and the Bachelor of Art Theory and then just on the day I decided I'm going to do a Bachelor of Art Theory. <laughs> um, so well, what you do it? when you're 18 and you're not really yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: but hang on, what is art theory? Are we talking art history?
1: No theory, discourse, feminism... Semiotics, a lot of stuff I'd never been exposed to. Interesting. Uh, Actually, can't believe I got through it. (laughs) Um, But I did, and um, we could do, um, I did Scott, you could do other components to the course, so I did sculpture as well. Um, Yes, I did that, and then I went on to do the administrative stuff because I didn't know what.
2: To do. To do. What, what did you do in that?
1: Well, you, the best thing about that was that you had to do an internship and I ended up at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Oh, wow. With um, Deborah Edwards, who was the curator of sculpture, Australian sculpture, who was amazing, a great mentor. Um, so I worked with her and then actually I went travelling so, um, <laughs>
2: but do you think that's that? Very that's
1: had a career. I don't have a career trajectory. Actually, I really don't like the word art. This phrase, art career, I, mm. you know, it doesn't
0: because it's full. It's a full time thing. I don't think it's you know, it's who you are, isn't it? Because you talk yeah. about your art practice as an mm. artist. I think that it's for me. It's your life. It's like a yoga practice. Yeah. It isn't just about being on the mat. It's about the way you lead your life.
1: But also, I think the art world's become much more professionalized. Mm. So, I mean, I'm an old bird, <laughs> so I feel like um, the art world is much more professionalized. Younger artists are much more savvy about seeking out galleries, social media, internet. Mm. I mean, when I went through, there was none of that. No, it was just you sort of stumbled around. And uh,
0: and where where we where did you do your art theory? Was that it?
1: Oh, those are the College of Fine Arts, okay, Kofa.
2: Yeah, COFA. yeah. Um, but don't you think people are just stumbling around, but with more access to shout about it? <laughs>
1: um, yes, I just feel like at the risk of sounding very old, younger people are just a lot more savvy. Yes, and when I went through, mm. there was people. There was still political discourse, um, but it just felt much more studio based. To be honest. Um, this could just be an old person talking and not really knowing what's going on. Mm,
2: so you feel like, you know, it was more about doing the work back then. And, no, and people are
1: still doing the work. But I think also there's a greater understanding of the other work is the art world. Yeah. yeah. So there's your art in mm. the studio, Yeah, which is where most people love. And then mm. there's the art world, which is complicated. Mm. And people, you have to be quite good at navigating that. Absolutely. Yeah. So you,
0: you've got to be able to talk. The talk as well as walk yeah. the walk, really,
1: yeah, so now. If you have the magic quality of being both a great studio artist and doing that, well, it's yeah. just a pretty dynamic mm. Yeah, that's true. Quality. Is that
2: one of the reasons why you did your master's? Because you wanted to be able to... <clears throat> like, articulate? Yes, right. I did.
1: Um, I'm not actually sure that I'm any better at articulating my practice <laughs> to be
0: honest. We well, haven't finished it yet, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. come you on. you got a few more Thanks. weeks. <laughs>
1: um, I do – yes, that was part of it. But also I think yes becomes a time, sort of, you've been making stuff for a while, it's good to mm. re-enter what discourse is now, what people are talking about, whether mm. you reject it or accept it, um, and – you just rub up against other people you mm. know, that are doing different things. You don't necessarily have to like what they're doing, but it's good to be exposed to the development of mm. what people are making that's really different mm. to you. It's been really a great process. Yeah, that's
2: true. And do you find, like, having your own space away from home – I don't know if you've got a home studio or not, but your own space away from home yeah. with surrounded by the artists is phenomenally productive. Yeah, it's great. Productive.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very generative. Um yeah, I think it's really great for mums slash parents, but mums, yeah, artists to have their own space, they need it.
2: Yeah. Why did you choose Sydney College of the Arts and not anywhere uh, else?
1: Because I saw a few – I saw some people go through the college and I really saw fantastic development mm. in their work. In partic- Like Sabeel, good friend, yeah. when she went through and I just saw uh, – I mean, obviously, she was already a good artist, but I...
2: That's Sabeel Cox. Just, yeah, yep. yeah
1: Sabeel Cox. Um, I just saw uh, how much she'd enriched her practice, mm. the dialogue that she had around it, and other people as well. Um, so, yeah.
2: What is your MFA thesis about?
1: Textile architecture, which is a sexy word for curtains.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Textile. Textile architecture. Yes. <laughs> I what you were going to say. Also
1: known as soft architecture or textile partitions. Um, How interesting! Thank you. Because whenever I say curtains, I get this internal like.
0: Oh no! I'm oh, on. I'm, I'm on your vibe. I love drawing curtains, no.
1: and they're interestingly, I think
0: they're becoming rarer and rarer in Sydney.
1: Well, so my departure point for my research is modernist architecture, which did not like curtains because it interrupted the flow of the view and the open plan. So I started to think about – I actually got a scholarship from the uni and I went to a house in the Czech Republic where the modernist architect, Mies van der Rohe, did use these curtains in a way that kind of interrupted the space – and I was really interested in what that suggested, not just revealing and concealing, but actually um, was quite erotic, which mm. surprised me mm. as well. Um, so, was that, there's a real veiling—the sense of yes.
0: veiling. There's, there, there is so much you can do with the curtain. Yeah. Well, I suppose and it's, it's about what
2: what it's hiding, right, and yeah. what's behind it.
1: Yes, and so a lot of artists do use it. To um, you know, spatially to break mm. up space and talk about visibility, invisibility, mm. usually part of installation. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been researching. So let's wind back a
0: bit in terms of your um, creative practice. So you work predominantly with, I want to say fabric, but I don't mm-hmm. want to be like talking fabric, in
1: textiles.
0: Textiles, yeah. So has yeah. that always been your passion?
1: Um, I do really love textiles. My mum was a seamstress, so ah. that's a language that I understand. Um, did she teach you to sew? She did. I'm not very good at sewing actual garments because <laughs> <garments, laughs> I get just bored with the pattern and it's just, you know.
0: So, so the the sewing is irrelevant. It's the that's it's a function as no, opposed I do to like
1: sewing as a repetitive act. Um, that sort of meditative labor and sort of commenting on women's labor or yeah. any invisible labor really. It's not just women's, but um, yes, I just love how versatile textiles are. And then I so the work behind you, you can see the light reflects off. I got became really interested in velvet and velveteen because. The light reflects in different ways as you walk around it.
0: Okay, wine back. Yeah. What's the difference? Velvet and velveteen.
1: One I think is just the cheaper version. So I love that name though.
0: Mm. Velveteen. Mm. Sounds like some sort of um, <coughs> it's, it's normally more mottled velveteen, yeah, and I think isn't it's it? it's
1: just more mass produced. I can I, I did know. Sounds like
0: a superhero. Mm. Velveteen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
0: I've never heard that before. Well, you wouldn't. came out of my mouth. <laughs> um, so, is, and it's the, the quality of that um, fabric, you know, the, the way that the light plays with it. Because used to use it. felt. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then um, the thing with felt is um, it just absorbs all the light. Like, it's quite flat. Yeah. Um, I've still got the vestiges of some felt over there. Um, and then, I don't know, yeah, I just got into velvet, velveteen to work with the light a bit more. Uh, I just love also how people really want to touch it.
2: Mm. Um, It's quite sexy.
1: Yeah. Well, I like like when I looked
2: at your work, overall I thought feminine, Mm. domesticity, um, but I also felt like, you know, the motifs, it was very, um, and the velveteen, it was quite arabesque, Moroccan-y, like I just got this real vibe of, Exotic, exotic. yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Thanks. I am a hundred million percent Anglo, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's the (laughs) some of your motifs in some of your work. Do you mean like sort of magical symbolism? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Yes, Yes, there's definitely that element to my work, and I have a great love of esoteric um, imagery. So, you know, you name it, tarot astrology, whatever. Okay. I do love looking at symbols and um, just making – just I think it's um, – I was trying to – some of the works maybe you're looking at, I was sort of thinking about how to make your own language through symbols mm. and um, particularly for women if you're – like I I'm really am into spirituality but I – I always find it difficult to navigate because it sounds really naff when you say that. But I have no particular ideology that I tie myself to. Sure. But I do think um, studio practice and art is a great way for women to create their own language and have authority over what they're doing because most spiritual practices are run by men.
0: Mm. And. But it is like a church, isn't it? A for if you use the word church as an umbrella of a gathering of like minds, yeah. I feel like an art practice is a, a female church. It can be that gathering yeah. of... And communal.
1: Communal. communal
0: yeah, community.
1: Going into some broad generalisations.
0: I love a broad... I love a sweeping... <laughs> she loves a sweeping... Oh, watch I love a sweeping... statement. <laughs> section.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do think particularly female artists, I've seen. I mean, they all have. They have solo practices, but they do like collaborating. They do like doing things in groups more than male artists mm. that I've seen. We've noticed that. They Definitely,
0: it's women's business. World we gather. It goes.
1: No, I think it's
2: more. Women are generally just more social talkers. They inter- They understand they, that. That's you know right. To work as a yeah. group
1: to make things. Yeah,
2: where well, I think men might think it's lesser to collaborate with someone else, it's taking away their ego. I think it's about sort of yeah. egos and stuff maybe. I don't know.
1: Women have to create their own opportunities. Mm. It's not just necessarily mm. as easy.
2: Because we just both read a book called Baby on the Fire Escape about mothers who wanted to be writers and artists and it was a really fascinating book about like mm. being a mum you know, and you do feel like, oh, God, you know, obviously men have issue; They have children. Yes. But, you know, we are still the primary carers.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, for men it's often traditionally the stress of being a provider, which yeah. is a big...
2: Totally. A big, um,
1: mm. you know, that is extremely stressful. But, yeah, for women they're dividing their time between the very real hard work of caring mm. and then trying to care for your practice mm. yeah
0: and you used a good word um previously it's like it's the invisible work or it's yeah. domestic
1: yeah
0: i think that that is so um present in so many women's worlds there's always that need to organize and um get everybody organized yeah. in the family yeah. before yeah, you are working yeah and you're yeah. always putting yourself at the bottom of the pile I yeah. don't
2: know. I just feel that that's always present in women. Do you feel uh, like you've had to be quite patient with your art practice because you've had to fit it around kids?
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I have a really supportive partner, so I'm really super lucky. But yes, you do have to just be really focused, right? Mm. I mean, yeah. You just got to get on with it, right? Yeah. yeah definitely. I mean, you got to yeah.
2: compartmentalize parts of your life and and get on with it, and you can't. Blame the kids and you can't blame your partner, you just have to bloody do yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, right? I think
1: I'm really lucky that I get to do what I do, but I think you know, you probably touched on this before you, the idea of um, going to your studio can just seem so much more exciting than going to some events sometimes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I know. I just, well, I think I actually want to go to the studio, I don't want to do that thing totally. That social event,
2: yeah, and maybe that comes to everyone once you've. You know, get to a certain age, and the kids have got a bit older. You've got this burning desire to get it done and yeah. do
1: it. I also think your practice is a relationship, you have a relationship with your practice, and you need to keep feeding it. And, mm. um, mm. yeah, so I mean, that is definitely all of that is in the work, um, and. The thing about the MFA that has been great is broadening that out into um, bringing other ideas in and um, with the modernist, looking at the modernist ideas and... um, What is a modernist idea? Well, with modernist architecture, a lot of the... um, It was the idea of like a universal... What was it called? The international style. So this one style which was in response to things being like having flourish and decoration where now modernism was um, using new industry, clear lines, you know, very linear, mm. um, big open windows. You know, it's something that we still really see now like the – Yeah. It has cast a long shadow yeah. and over design. Um, I think it's very masculine. Yeah, I was about uh, to
0: say, yeah. yeah. Um, minimal,
1: very minimal, um, and so the house that I looked at in the Czech Republic was actually co-authored by a, a designer called Lily Reich, and she did the interiors. Which I, the house isn't as good without the interiors. Like they really coat that symbiotic. Um, so I became. I'm actually pretty fascinated by her, mm. and she was never actually acknowledged as a. Collaborator with the architect for a long time until um, the 80s, when you know mm. historians started revisiting her. Um, Could you live in a house like that? I mean, the irony is that my partner is an architect, no. <laughs> <laughs> is he minimalist? Um, I guess so. He's really into materials. Uh, he's got beautiful language with materials. Um, I'm not an advocate of just windows everywhere. It's bad in summer and winter. Um, and there's nowhere
0: to put the art. It's
1: actually true. There's this less, is what really absolutely fries my head, yeah, the more windows. I know. Even with galleries, like I know, it's too much glass. Isn't it? Um, So... What was the question? Would I? Could you live in a
2: house like that, the That minimalist and no, modernist. <clears throat> I
1: wouldn't actually. I mean, it is amazing. I did actually audibly gasp when I walked in because it was a beautiful time of year. It was spring and they had this really nice garden out the back, which was unexpected. So you walk into the main living area and it's like, oh, because it's just sort of like you're in the trees. And um, I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But then my practical mind was just like... How do you live like cost this? Cost a fortune to heat. Yeah. Yep. You need really thick curtains. Like, there's all sort of living considerations, livability.
2: See, and I think men possibly are generally more likely not to think that because I think that. I see a house and I go, <laughs> oh, that would be a bugger to clean. <laughs>
1: We're domesticated. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd go, it's sad, yeah, isn't God, it? it's I know. Yeah, be like, oh,
2: sort of like yeah. it
0: won't look like that again. We're
2: and I, yeah, we're that's from the right. Airbnb generation where you see these houses online and you're like, but where's the kids' mess? Like that. That's that's not how people live. No, no. it's
1: and it had this really amazing. I mean, it is like it's, it's basically a museum. It's a, a UNESCO house now, and so I was like, wow, this just seemed so staged it was like a theatre which was interesting Ooh. and then I thought well is that just because it's a museum but everything was in place as the architect designed, because they unilaterally modernist architects did like to just be in control of everything and I thought the same thing how could you actually we've well, got to be
0: OCD haven't you, live to- here? but
1: there was no actual couch that's what I kept thinking about. Like, if you have kids in this house, mm. you don't have to sit in separate chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is the kind of stuff. I don't that goes think they're designed for
0: children, are they? Those sort of houses.
1: The, the family they built it for had children, so it's like, what did? Did people snuggle in the?
0: They didn't house? show you the children's <laughs> section. There was no, a door we did, that. <laughs> but
1: there was like. Anyway, it was fascinating just to think about the livability. It looked beautiful. It was actually. A, beautiful layout but uh, I just thought so so, what did you do there you did a project where you it was part of my research was going to see the house in real life so and
0: and how did you come across this
1: house I um what happened was I was doing my paper and I was needed more I needed help so I emailed someone at the architecture department and said could you supply me with any information on curtains in architecture because it's actually I was finding it quite difficult to find something quite meaty yeah because it had been neglected um so this wonderful woman whose name I've just forgotten she got and I looked through all the staff and I was like well it's got to be a woman because the male architects won't be interested in curtains (laughs) and then I she just emailed me about this most amazing article and that became the launching point for a lot of my ideas around Textile architecture, also known as curtains. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I am going to call them. I'm going to text- tell style. the ladies in spotlight. Yeah. You're, you're actually a textile architect. Yeah, they'll that's love it. that. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, architects of it. When you say textile architecture, there's <laughs> like there's no architecture in that. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So I had to re I just re- reached out to another department. Yeah. and She was a very very helpful. Um, and then the scholarship came up. One of the scholarships came up. And so I thought I should go and see. Yeah, it your life
2: Is this for your MFA recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: How so fun. So serendipity in a way that you went down that rabbit hole, and it's and, and and since going there. So when did you travel to the Czech Republic? In
1: September, and I got to go to the Venice Biennale. <gasps> Stop <laughs> how it! How was that? Oh,
2: so know. jealous.
1: He's one of my best friends. Oh. oh shut shut up. Up, am I? Was it great? It was so great. It's so great to see something that you're reading about in real life Mm. to form your own opinion. And what did you think? Come on, Ali. Oh, I thought everything in the paper was true, what this woman had written. I thought that curtains were – curtains are subversive in modernist architecture. Um, So I agreed with her. And then I also thought some of the furniture – I was like, wow, this furniture's really sexy, like this sort of amazing – green leather chairs and then pink velvet chaise lounge. I was this that. was in the house all the yeah, Venice Biennale? In the, house, in the house. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And Venice is amazing, overwhelming but And amazing.
0: the Biennale was everything you had hoped or was a, yeah, I mean, a bit of a letdown?
2: What or? did you notice that was different to, say, Sydney Contemporary?
1: Oh, well, it's just a massive international, um, you know, it's not commercial. So are probably just more experimental. Mm. Um, It's been
0: going for so long as well. Australian
1: art stands up. That's something would be a big, I mean, you go overseas and... That's good. Yeah, no, Australian art absolutely stands up. We're Mm. just a long way away and we have less Mm. philanthropy and we have less opportunities. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, no, there's amazing artists here. Oh fantastic. equal, yeah.
2: Because I listened to an interview you did and you were saying, you know, and I think this happens a lot, that, you know, textiles and can be seen lesser than, yeah. craft-like, you know, yeah. that kind of sewing thing. Yeah. Um, and i have just reading what I've written. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yes, because Rober- Roberta Smith, the art critic, the other day wrote that when women are shut out of art, they create another genre. Mm. And I feel like, you know, when That's you feel like you've been, you know, it is, it's relegated to that kind of, and there's nothing wrong with craft, but, you know, it's lesser than you've cre- you've gone, well, fuck that, I- I'll create my own genre, textile architecture.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's also just familiarity for me as well. I just followed what I loved, mm. what I knew through my mum. Mm. and um, But, yeah, I think any group that's marginalised, whether it's women or any other group, um, definitely create their own genre or art and it's really interesting mm. that's why you need mm. really a lot of voices mm. in the
0: and I theology. think the barriers are being I think the or the divisions between art and craft are closing I oh, think sure. the yeah. ceramics um, <laughs> resurgence over the last few years yeah. and the, the way that um, art galleries are curating shows yeah. with different things Where I would have never said that's a painting
2: previously, now you don't even blink, you yeah. go, well well, yours could be a painting right yeah because it's it's canvas is a fabric, yeah yeah that's it. you it goes know back and you've
1: to yeah i mean i, I don't um, I think textiles is very much a part of the art world, like in the last like five years, it's definitely become much more part, but I do think that painting and hard outdoor sculpture is still. Occupies a position at the top if there was a hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. because of commercial yeah. interest. and people. I think maybe see textiles as maybe not lasting as long, which is actually crazy because that is all polyester, <laughs> <laughs> ain't going anywhere. No, that is there for millions and no, millions a long time. So um, it's just perception. It is totally. What, what, what does your mum say? perceive
2: of you know her being a seamstress? I don't know if she would have classed it as
1: uh oh, oh, you know parents oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't there's ask a, your mom there's another cat of words.
0: yeah
1: oh no I mean no she's very proud of me I don't but she does say oh I just don't I don't really understand darling but um she's happy that I am doing happy what I want to yeah. do you know yeah. um and and you you said that
0: you don't feel like you've answered the questions yet but but that's on your mfa but maybe that's because you've still got six months to go yeah but what do you think it's going to do for your art practice having done the mfa um
1: look hopefully more confidence yeah I mean, you feel more con- connected to uh certain ideas and sometimes i struggle with over intellectualizing practice I, mm. I, I don't think Every what, you don't think you
0: need to do it? Or? No,
1: it's been really great for me to have a sort of rigorous... Um, you know, I have a really great supervisor and she has helped me think. Yes. It's really great for thinking. Yeah, yeah it asking is. Asking questions, somebody challenging you. But there's another very strong part of me that is... Um, I don't like work that is really obvious because no. I want to... Figure it out, or lead lead it on my own mm. associative mm. path. Mm. Um, otherwise, it becomes a bit um, educational, um, which I don't. I think art needs mystery; mm. it shouldn't all be yeah, there? I agree, and that's, I guess, sometimes the thing you need to watch out for in academia. Um, it can become too a club, explicit.
2: Oh, okay.
1: You know, like you want the work to be a little mm. more. See, I think it
2: was the opposite because when I see some things, I it it's very not explicit. I can't understand. I'm okay it. with not
1: understanding. I don't <coughs> need
2: to. I do. I do. You know what? I've. I think. I. I like mystery. Yeah. But I also feel like there has to be a language that you know. Sometimes it's if it's visceral and I. Get it yeah. like just through the color and the form and yes. the tone, but I'm like, if I'm not not getting the message, but I think it's just the quality of the work, right?
1: Well, if it's I guess with works that are obtuse, you can feel shut out. Yes, yes. and it's a club that you're never going to know. Yeah, and that and that is not good yeah, because that's
0: divisive.
1: It is, but it's also like I think you just got to go. Oh well, like you know, why should you? Yeah, that's true. That's a good way of looking at it. Why should every artist be working hard for everyone? Because then they're not answering their own uh, need Mm. to make. I mean, of course, it's always (laughs) works where you're going to go.
2: Yeah. I just think it's a fine line to be. It's a fine line, basically. I think some works can speak to the masses without really speaking to anyone. Do you know what I mean? It's it's so elusive. Isn't it?
1: Yeah. I think. Magic in an artwork, I guess, is where it can lead you personally somewhere. It's not, I don't know, I just... I don't. I don't want it to be too obvious, but I guess you don't want it to be completely obtuse and mm, alienating. but yeah. like you are going to alienate people, whatever. Like, yeah, so it's going to be some. Of course, you can't please like work. No, all the people totally. all the time, and you
0: don't want to because no. otherwise it yeah. becomes yeah. Every you know, we turn into robots, and that's yeah. completely yeah. not the point. I feel
2: yeah. like I think as I've got older, I just you know, I suppose you know when you've got time, you know, when you go, oh, you know, I've how long have I got left? Blah blah blah. I just, I just want to know it. I, I'm I'm almost like, oh, just fucking tell me. Yeah. And and tell me in a great, really mysterious, awesome way, but what's the point if no one gets it? Yeah, I... I, I... I think, I don't know, I don't know whether we're at a point in the world where I, I'm conflicted, whether we should be having those nuances still for everyone, and that's what life's all about, or we're getting to the point in the world where it's all a bit doomsday, and... Everyone just needs to know know what's going on. I don't know.
1: But that's not possible. No. no. You can never know anything. You can never know everything and impermanence and not knowing is such a massive part of yeah. the life that we live, that mm. we all grapple with, which probably most artists grapple with. I yeah. Think. And,
0: and I think, yeah, it's that quest every day to make a better whatever it is, whether it's a painting or a sculpture or a drawing, not better as in, I, I think the whole work you know, thinking around the word practice I yeah. I think is really important because you need to be, continue to be curious yeah. as an artist in order to grow and then you represent a new piece of work. There's
1: no end point, right? No, and still... it's,
2: no, it's yeah. never. But your, the speculative exhibition, which was in 2022, when I saw that online, I got that immediately like, I
1: oh, yeah. Well, so that was a proposal for a show that I didn't get.
2: Ooh. Oh, I loved that. I oh, really yeah. loved that. I, I thought like it was it very too. impressive. you well,
1: propose it again, yeah. Ali.
2: Because I, I saw it and it was completely <laughs> abstract, but I got Do it. You mean the big curtain? Yeah, yeah. it felt like no. a waiting rock, room, rock it felt like hospital. <laughs> it felt like, and then when I read about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. But okay, I d- which
1: one are you talking about? Are you talking about the. It, it was
2: called speculative on your website. Oh
1: yeah, I just put that in. Did you just look last night?
2: Or the day before? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just put
1: that up. Well, wow. I loved it.
2: Oh. I really loved it and I this is what I think, you know, you 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 um <laughs> sorry,
0: what? I'm just reaching for a lolly. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> you articulated it without saying anything and that's what I'm saying I I want I want to be Moved and maybe it just spoke to me. I guess
1: a curtain is a very, it has so many multiple associations, right? Mm. It's a good vehicle for um, bringing a lot of different meanings Mm. to uh, an exhibition. And that's another, you know, it's domestic, it's theatrical, it could be in a hospital. Mm. um, You want to go on either side of it. Yeah. um, You feel like maybe you're being denied something if it's set Mm. against the wall. So I feel like. Um, in terms of what we were talking about before, with having access to artworks, so a curtain is actually a great way to people can create yeah, true. a lot of uh, ideas, imagery in their yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. It's still quite mysterious. Yeah, yeah, but it's I
2: not so. It quite, like, I find it quite sad uh, yeah. because you know I think whenever I've been in a hospital and those bloody curtains, your curtains yeah. are much nicer. Yes. You need to design them for the hospitals, mate. Yeah. <laughs> The curtain, you know what? Sure, like, imagine that. Beautiful. Wouldn't
1: it be windows. amazing? Yeah. I don't those think those you can
2: do that, everybody. It's not,
1: <laughs> wait, this is, that would be a great project. This is imagine every room had a different yeah. colour.
2: Theoretical. But, you know, when you pull the curtain around your bed or whatever, <laughs> there's, it's such a weird little space. Yes, it's a cocoon. Isn't it? Because yes. you can hear everything. Yeah, but you're in this own little space yeah. and you don't know what's... And then you can hear someone's conversation. It's ridiculous, bizarre, actually. It, it is. is. It's
1: just visual privacy. It's totally. It's just an idea <clears throat> of separation rather than actual... Yeah, and then mm. the nurse
2: rips it open and you're yeah. like, oh... I or you're, you're
1: straining to hear what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh,
2: totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. In fact, I find... Look, a complete tangent, but I find hospitals so fascinating. Yeah. But that's what I really loved about... Like, I don't <laughs> see people... I don't know, sort of conversing about waiting rooms and curtains and hospitals and... Well, it's, an, it's a really interesting place in
0: the sense because it's a non-place. You become in a hospital because it's not a... transit Yeah, it's not a home or you become a patient.
1: To care. Yeah,
0: you're not a... You're not Fiona, when you walk, you become part of a whole. Yeah. I think it's a fascinating it's thing. A bit
1: like an airport, I just thought what it's are those airports, trends,
0: shopping centres. Slightly
1: boring, but see, I find at the same time airports
0: yeah. I find
2: fascinating. Same. I, I love could sit an and watch people come out and people. Yeah. I like anywhere where there's a lot of busyness, like a TV set fascinating yeah. what is everyone doing i think yeah. it's just nosiness yes do you know it's what i mean you mrs mangle and when i've ever been in <laughs> er i just love i'm going oh are they the surgeon oh who's that nurse and then they're like flirting behind the desk and you're like what are they <laughs> or do maybe
0: you need to do your mfa on um these transitory
2: places i think it's more nosiness i'm yeah, just so maybe. curious anyway i love that exhibition um what are you going to do for the end of the what do you know um, like
1: I've got some ideas but I'm not 100% I just need to think about the you know when you're writing and you're trying to get your ideas out for the because we have to do a paper yeah it's quite a hard space to hold that and then
0: and then to make, make at the same time no, I'm
1: so I'm not s- that great at managing the
0: how much of the MFA is written and and um theory and and you practice
1: 2000 words for the yeah MFA and then the other part is exhibition. Sure, that you get examined on. So
0: yeah, and do you get much studio time? It your studio time is basically just your whatever you choose it to be. You get access to anything you need. Is uh, it been quite in hard terms
1: of working with technicians? Yeah. Or, um, yes, I mean you have to book them in and yeah. um, have a pretty clear idea of what you want to do. And you were
0: saying to us as we came in that there's less people um, in, in the that, cohort this yes, time.
1: Yeah, they've narrowed it down. Yeah people were taking a long time to... Yeah, because you can do it everybody. part-time, can't you? Yeah, can, but I you don't know if you actually get a studio if you do it part-time. Space is at a premium.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. So, But um, that's Sydney, isn't it? You are, We are in the centre of Sydney. Yeah, so.
1: I mean, I kind of like the idea of having more time to amble through <laughs> your masters, uh, but that's not going to happen. Um Yes, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Uh, we have this space that they've actually dedicated to the high degree research students in a building up the road. So I really need to think about how I want to respond to the space. Yeah. And, um,
0: yeah. yeah. So j- you, you're already starting to plan your...
1: I am, yeah. Right to
2: well, you'd have because six yeah. months out, it goes so bloody quick, doesn't it? Does it does go quickly. And you've got the school holidays.
1: Well, school holidays is right off, Yeah, right.
2: you need to get your son sewing.
1: <laughs> 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 yes. On the on the
2: fabric runs.
1: He's a studio refusalist. Like I always have Does a, he? Oh, I just have this idea I'll take him into the studio and he's just like bored in one minute. Yeah. Oh, you know, don't touch that. Oh, don't touch that person's <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. There's only so long you can put them on screen before the, yes. guilt, the guilt Totally. starts to
0: And it'll only be a few years, and he won't want to talk to you anyway. Exactly. So So there is like
1: (laughs) this, like constant battle of I've got to get this done, but I need to surrender because I feel like once he turns thirteen or fourteen, he's like later don't want to hang. You're like you're not my favorite person anymore. Yeah. no. It is a constant. Constant. constant Don't worry, it
0: comes back. Does it? It comes back. My almost nineteen-year-old loves me again. That's because he doesn't (laughs) live at home anymore.
2: Has he told you that? Yeah, mm. he told me that last night. Did love, he? Love you, Mum. Oh, that's oh, nice. <laughs> oh,
0: After I've scrubbed his room for two hours.
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I just want to ask you about your imagery because I'm looking oh. at one of your pieces here. Like, like as I said, I find quite. I don't know. I just pulled that. Arab, actually, I
1: forgot that. So this way But where are you getting it from? Yes. from? How do you start? Can we talk a little bit
0: about your process? So, do you draw a lot? Do you? No. Do you use? photographs are you in on the internet searching for things that are they coming out of your imagination Our
1: imagination so the materials would start the work you know, mm. i
0: so you just free cut the shapes
1: well i um i just really liked all these materials so i bought them yes I, I well no i've used a you can see that's pretty geometric but yeah i just make it up as i go along
0: so you're cutting out like collage like a matisse yes. collage
1: and I just try and put it all together. I try and give myself a time limit sometimes because I don't want to overwork it. Like
0: like the timer on two hours.
1: No, like this needs to be finished within the week. Or right, something. got you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, otherwise, I mean, some works you know take this work behind has ta- taken nearly two years. I've cut it up and reformulated so many times that it's almost a joke in the studio. <laughs> um so it's like, i'm actually just going to put it away i think it's was after my dad died just two years ago so i think Aww. i'm just just Aww. an emotional you yeah know, like, well, who knows what's going to happen with that work but it's I like i'm it. obviously trying to figure something out yes um well now you
0: as soon as you said that those few words mm-hmm. after my father died mm-hmm. that's four words mm. i'm in, i'm in oh yeah. Because for me, that's as simple as it needs to be. That yeah. probably shows the complexity of my mind. Because I've, you know, been through grief yeah. and I can attach to my memory and yeah. my feelings. Yeah. And it and
1: goes I, forever, right? Yeah. It's like, when is this going to stop? Oh, oh, it doesn't. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they say you grow around it. You do. You just, yeah. So that is. Constantly being reworked, which is, probably, is obviously, I think, a reflection of me and what I feel. Yeah. Um, that was attached to it, but then I cut it off and then now I just pulled it out again and I was like, what am I doing with this other work? Um, but all these shapes I just cut out in the studio one day, so I kind of like give myself a palette of shapes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, it's very formalist, the colour, the shape, the size, but I... Um, Try not to work on it too long so I can keep a sense of mm. freshness. Sure.
0: And who, who have you been influenced by? I see somebody, but I don't want to. Do
1: you see. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to say. Who do you see? Who do
0: I? I can't, I can't remember however to say it.
1: Can't yeah. remember the name. Well, I can, <laughs> I, but I just,
0: you know what I'm like, I get everything backwards and round the...
1: Hilma? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw her work um, years ago. A friend of mine that lives in New York gave me this amazing catalogue of um three female artists that I've completely forgotten the name of. Um, Don't worry. <laughs> I get it all the time. She, Ali She was in yeah, she was in it and I really loved uh the fact that she the divination aspect yep. of, okay. of the work. Um Yeah, so she's definitely in there. Um I was so bummed that I missed her exhibition. Like, I missed right? it too. Oh, God.
0: It was but wasn't that in a weird time when it was pandemic. at the gallery? Yeah, it was and pandemic and, and yeah. everyone. I was still a bit nervous about we going out. Get
1: tickets. And then finally they just said no, we can't. like the pandemic was raging. So uh Yeah, then it we all got shut down, yeah, didn't she's we? She's definitely in there. Um,
2: you obviously like motifs and symbols yeah, and things I like do. that. I do. Because of the shape of it or what yeah, they mean? Yeah,
1: very satisfying about the shape, mm. I think. Um, and maybe I just like making mm. them up. You feel like you have some agency when mm. you make things up yourself. I think. Yeah,
0: and you were talking about how it's a, a you like the way that it's a language of without words kind yeah. of thing. Is yeah. that important to yeah. your work?
1: I mean, I think that's what visual art is really. Is yeah, it? you're right. But, um, it is.
0: It crosses all barriers.
1: Yeah, so I just... I really, and I just love the process of cutting things out, sticking them down, sewing them, changing them. I just think there's a lot of power in being able to cut something up and redo it. And there's
0: nothing more satisfying you know than right. cutting it's
1: like your own
2: agency. You're you're yeah, in I'm charge. In of, that's right. It's yeah. own
1: corner of my life. Yeah, where yeah. I feel yeah.
2: Like and also, <laughs> I think because you're obviously collaging and moving stuff around. Yes, and it's never ending. You know, the way I'm working at the moment, I really like the fact that it's so not final, yes. I go, right. I, I, it doesn't matter. I can yeah. change it. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like yeah. being able to change it a 100 times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, freedom.
1: Yeah, but I also think it's quite reparative when you can sew and stick. And oh, I love that can, word. Yeah. Reparative. Yeah, that's a real, um, mm. Louise Bourgeois really loved. That was something in her practice with sewing and making and changing things, just making something, cutting it up, changing it. Um, repairing it. Mm. Repairing it. I think yeah.
0: repairing, especially in the current climate, I think there's a lot of, um, importantly, focus on repair rather Absolutely. than and renewal. Like the beautiful Japanese method of fixing ceramics. Oh, I can't remember yeah. that name. It's it's I think it's. Abisabi or something. No?
1: Well, it's in, which is.
0: That's, the, it. that's it. I think that is so beautiful. Mm.
1: Well, I come from, you know, because my mum was a seamstress. I mean, we always fixed things or altered yeah. them or, I mean, very much into that. Mm. So do you think that that has been that major influence? And
0: some children shy away from what their parents have shown them. Do you? Uh,
1: Well, definitely I think I've, um, yeah, inherited just from seeing my mum. So, you know, your parents model things in these ways, don't they, that you end up Mm. doing. Um, Yeah, I mean. She's a lot more conservative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you think your mum ever? So I didn't get that, but I, I'm definitely we butt heads on that. Uh, you know. Yeah. She doesn't well, understand sort of your so. No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> it's more just politics.
0: Where oh, really? Oh, I love that. It's nothing like a good family row on politics.
2: But do you know what was really? <laughs> I listened to this podcast with Jerry Saltz, and he was saying that you know. We only see from the history probably zero point one yeah, percent yeah, yeah. of women's artwork. And I wonder over yes. the thousands of years that women have sewn and created, what art forms they created outside the sort of um, Useful product of a yeah. garment or a thing, what yeah. that that was lost, yeah. You know, I'm sure so much that's women lost. always like, Oh, actually, if I put that there and put that there, that would be amazing, but no one's going to use it. Oh, I can't do Very that. You know, resourceful. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what amazing artworks that we've we're never gonna, I don't know, I obviously, think there would be
1: so many. Do I you know, there's the I saw actually a great thing this morning. Um, Felidia Barlow, do you know her? I love her work. Exactly, exactly that she was saying. There are so many artists just working by themselves, making stuff which will never have a conversation with a gallery or an audience. Totally, like how amazing. Yes, sort of sad it is. That is at the same time, but they still just keep going because Mm. um, you know they have this incredible creativity that Mm. they need to. Mm.
2: Well, yeah, it's an expression, but. um, the on that baby on the fire escape book about women artists um who i think it was alice neal um got it was in the 20s 30s i might got that wrong she got a stipend from the new york something to to carry on being an artist so she actually got a living wage Mm. and i'm like you know i'm not begging for that but i think something of that would go a long way for people that are trying to create but, you know, financially or whatever reasons can't. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the
1: main, the <coughs> finance is a massive obstacle. Huge. And just opportunity is, you know, yeah. Yeah. really. There's a lot of great people that give up because it's just financial reality. I was really lucky, I got another scholarship called the Harold Tribe Scholarship to sculpture. Scholarship, and that um, had a few categories, but one of them was being a carer. Um, and that's the first time I've actually ever seen that in a – to be honest, I haven't looked at a million. I haven't applied for a million things, but I know it's not a big category. Mm. And I was like, Fantastic. that is amazing. That will fund my final
2: yeah. show. Yeah, yeah.
1: MFA, and I wish there were more things. Definitely. For primary carers. Yes. Yeah. Um, like that because it's acknowledging, you know, I mean, I don't, so I primary care of my son, I do a lot for my mum, you know, it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a lot. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. is a lot.
2: It is. And it, <laughs> it, yep. You're amazing.
1: Everyone, <laughs> well, every, you know, everyone's got, got,
2: as you say, this invisible stuff going on and um, men do too. Yeah. It's not that, but um, as a primary care of children, it's, it's unpaid work, right?
1: It just competes with other Mm. Stuff that yes. you want to do, and I think it's a great category for any funding bodies mm. to yeah, if you're listening have out there. Yeah, Definitely. there's like residences
2: where you can take your kids. Yeah. What a dream! Yeah, I, I mean, because I'd love to go for a two week residence, I can't, I just you know, and that's you know, it's just you know, my circumstances at the moment, I can't, but that would be bloody fab. Yeah, that, yeah. I think I read about a residency where you can take your kids. Yeah, there are, yeah. I'm just never seem to get into them. So, um, Ali, what's next? One more question. Oh, oh, yeah. So you you do a lot of collaboration with other artists. We've seen a lot of exhibitions that you've done with Seville Ce- yep. and lots of other artists. Like, do you just love collaborating? Yes, hmm.
1: I do. I like having my own practice, and then I like the relationships that you develop with other artists. Do you think
0: that's come from the fact that you've got this great layering of your Ed, you know, your education in that you did the theory and the curation and the...
1: No, uh, maybe the curation. I mean, I a lot of the stuff is stuff that I have initiated because mm. I just have so many ideas. Um, yeah, I do. Look, I like initiating stuff. I like working with other people and also like... It's not like a million opportunities dropping at my doorstep, so you have to be very resourceful and um, you may yeah. well do that with other people. Mm. Um, I'm primarily interested in working with women, mm. um, which I didn't – that was never – I don't know if that was purposeful, but I was thinking the other day that seems to be the way it has worked out. Um, yeah, I think it's great to work mm. with other people. I mm. think you should do both, have a solo practice and – because you just have other conversations, definitely yeah. your work with the ideas. Um, it's just important, I mm. think. I think so too. Yeah, no,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, Ali, thank you so thank much for your time. It's been so wonderful yeah, to thanks. meet you and yeah. talk to you. Yeah,
1: coming in. Very, very welcome. Okay. Thank
2: you. Thanks.
1: Please don't forget to rate
2: and review and share this podcast. It helps my mum and her friend Fiona get more listeners. Thank you.